one. Can you hear me? Go again. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Libby. And I'm Joanna. And you are listening to Adults Play Vision. Together, we created this podcast to tell our stories about navigating adulting in real time. Yeah, in each episode, we want to bring you our funny and brutally honest truth of um, being in adulthood. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Adults Pay Missions. This episode is all about boundaries and that messy, shitty bitch of a topic. Yeah, Joanna's a little um, uncomfy right now. (laughs) If at all during this episode, like, I sound like I'm gonna vomit, it's just because this is, like, so real right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a necessary topic that I think everybody goes through, but nobody knows how to talk about it. Yeah. So, so you know, if that wasn't obvious already, truth bomb, I've been kind of avoiding and, like, dreading recording this, so I've been kind of putting this off. Yeah, for two weeks now, because <laughs> we're two weeks behind, and we record, we're supposed to upload bi-weekly. <laughs> So we're so, four weeks behind. It is my fault. Don't blame Libby. I have not wanted to talk about this. Um, but truly, how I do feel about it, even though it is so messy and disgusting and gross and kind of stressful um, to talk about or to think about or to, like, do in real time, um, I do believe that boundaries are, like, one of, like like, number one key to, like unlocking true self best life like if you've got it going on and you've figured out your shit like you have done boundary work yeah for for sure. sure so and it's like right now like my number one self work well i think category it's... of life um, in all the, like, self-help things, I think boundaries is, like, a subtopic to all of them because there's so many layers to, like, boundaries. There's so many boundaries. There's boundaries between certain different people in your life. There's boundaries between you and yourself. There's boundaries between... Like, work and strangers and... Yeah, there's just boundaries and every aspect of life and Mm -hmm. so if you're working on being your best self boundaries are sure to come up yeah and i just think like in general they're so much they're rooted so much deeper than what they're explained to you on like a surface level Mm -hmm. so anyways i think uh how we're going to kind of roll through all this is um we're going to kind of just define boundaries based on some of the books we've read and some of the people we follow um, closely and how they've kind of defined boundaries and, like, definitions that we find relate to us. And then we'll just kind of share some of our own anecdotal stories and, like, kind of truths around stuff that we've had to work through in boundaries. And I think, as always, we gave this disclaimer, I think, in the last episode. But, like, we're not experts. No, I'm a business student in college. (laughs) And I have an associate's degree, and I'm currently 
unemployed. So we are just two <laughs> adults trying to work through adulting, and that's why this podcast yeah. exists. So we're just kind of sharing, I think, more for it to be, like, relatable in that it's, like, hard and messy and uncomfortable, and um, I think sometimes as, like, a young person, um, people tend to be, like, I'll get my life together when I'm, like, 30, or, like, I'll get my life together later, and I think also making it relatable for people who are trying to get their life together, even though they're 20 and maybe not, like, aren't, think that they should not care about those things. Like, it's important to care about these things, Mm. or to introduce it to some people who maybe, like, have no idea that this is even a thing. Yeah, because I think when, um, at least my goal was to be relatable to young people who haven't hit adulthood necessarily, but are getting to that age... And I thought I was ready back in high school. Like, adulting? Easy. Got this. I'm already independent, can run things like no other. I am an adult at this point. And then I got to 18 and had to really deal with adulting. Yeah, I was like, this is not anything of what I expected. So, um, yeah, this is just a relatable... Um, comic, whatever it ends up being. I don't know that's comic. Are we even funny? (laughs) (laughs) We think we're funny. (laughs) Um, Anyways. anyways. Okay, we'll get into it, though. We'll start talking about today's topic. Yeah, so I just want to start with how I got to this topic. And about four weeks ago, when I brought this topic up to Joanna, I was, like, really struggling I was actually driving home and I had one of those like moments where I like had a panic attack because I was like, oh my God, I, it was one of those situations where I wish I went back, could go back in the past Mm -hmm. and change it all. But as quoted in some Disney movie, (laughs) um, you, yesterday I was a different person. And today, I am a whole new person, or whatever that quote is. I saw it on the side of the pool, and I was like, that's so relatable. Um, oh, yeah, but I don't know. That I is... don't know. I would have to look it up. But basically, yesterday, <laughs> I, you were a You gave person. no context to that. People were like, side of a pool. We went to a <laughs> Disney pool, like a Disney-themed pool, like, reveal party the other weekend. Like, not even... But yeah. Makes no sense. But it was, there was like Disney themed things. So you can't go back in the past and change things. But I wish I could have. And I was like, I need to find some things. And I couldn't find what I was looking for on the topic of boundaries. So I thought we could talk about it and maybe. Like get to the bottom of it? Yeah. (laughs) Get to the bottom of it. So that's where we're going to start off. Cool. All right. Well. So we, um, like I said, pulled from some people and some experts to find some definitions just to get us, like, some groundwork um, on what boundaries are. So, Brene Brown, the literal love of my life, um, I've read, I haven't read every book, but I've gotten close to reading almost every book um, from her. And so she defines in her book, Rising Strong, that boundaries are simply our list of what's okay and what's not okay. Which I like. And then she also has a quote 
um, which I think might be from Rising Strong or maybe Daring Greatly. Um, she says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. Another really good one. So, basically, at its simplest version, it's what's okay and what's not okay. Um, and then it's, like, the act of, like, doing or setting those boundaries or, like, having that courage is, um, you know, uh, to love ourselves and to, like, love ourselves enough to risk, you know, upsetting some people or, like, disappointing people. I think disappointing is such a strong word, but I think it's a powerful word in this case. And then another person who I, like, follow and look up to or, like, like what she talks about is Amy Young. She's actually, she's a relationship coach, but she's, like, transitioning more into, like, a life coach. And she, like, everything, even her relationship stuff, um, if you're not, like, a single woman, like, it, it's still relatable. But now she's transitioning into, like, life work. But recently, she had, like, a long IG TV stories type thing. And I pulled this quote from her, and it says, Your boundaries are determined by your body, or, like, body and or your being, and what you have capacity for. Your body is the boss, and your capacity is your capacity. And that might not make sense because we tend to think of our boundaries as something we need to come up with, um, quote unquote, come up with. And so I think I liked what she had to say because, like, it's a lot about, like, gut feeling and, like, um, she gave the analogy, like, I'll just kind of, I think this is a good place to start, like, really getting into it. So she gave an analogy of your phone, And, like, her phone, like, I think died, like, in the middle of the stories. And she was like, this is perfect. Because you can wish for and want your phone to have better battery power. Or you can, like, be like, oh, I charged it all night. Why isn't it, like, still charged at 7 p.m.? Or, like, other people's phone batteries have so much more charge. Like, why does my phone suck? And then, but, like, the truth of the matter is, is that your your phone is at 1% and it's dead, and that's its capacity. Like, the phone, its body, its being, had the capacity to make it from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then it died, right? So, like, in the analogy of, like, you have your body, and your body has a capacity, and if you only make it so far, or if you're at 1%, or you're dead, like, that's what it is. And you can wish for it to be a different way all you want, But, like, there is a hard line, and we can't, and it's easy because we're humans and not cell phones, to um, disembody and be like, I'll just drink a Red Bull. This is, like, her, still her, like, words. Um, It's easy to disembody and say, like, I'll drink a Red Bull or, like, to just kind of check out or to, like, push yourself a little bit farther or to not set those boundaries, just keep going and pushing those boundaries beyond, like, what your limit and what your capacity is, because you can, you know? I think that's, like, Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is you can do that, so. Yeah, I I just like both of them because they put it in simple terms. I think going off personal experience... When I think of boundaries, it seems so complicated. 
and just like this really difficult thing to like start to do when in reality it you already have your own personal boundaries you already know them now it's just time to as uh, Brene Brown take the risk and disappoint others yeah I think it's almost like you have to like like re-embody or like take inventory or like make space to like be able to tune in to like what's going on because like you're find a new perspective yeah like your body or like you already know what's okay and what's not okay mm-hmm. you know like you can feel that on like that level like you can like you just know but if you don't tune into that or you like keep pushing yourself beyond that limit or you know keep like just running and never slow down enough to like sit and think about it like I'm currently in a so I have my yoga teacher training um certification like my 200 hour and I am actually in a continued education course uh that's based on my that's all like meditation mindfulness breath work Mm -hmm. and like that was a huge thing in our first zoom call that we did was they were like yeah no it's like, if you don't take a second to, like, like, meditation, mindfulness, breath work, they all are about, like, giving yourself a moment to slow down, like, to start, stop to start. Like, you have to slow down. That's from Close to, Close to Ohm, which is another book by a yoga teacher, is, like, stop to start. So you have to slow down enough to take inventory of what's going on before you can make the right decision, before you can set those boundaries in the first place. Yeah. So my, there's not like a set story that kind of made me think of it, but I think setting boundaries has just been a big struggle for me throughout my whole life, starting from like middle school, um, when I started to have friend issues Mm -hmm. and being just surrounding myself around toxic people. Um, not saying that... (laughs) They were, like, rude or mean or anything, but they were just toxic for me. Um, I take the word toxic but um, from one of my favorite podcasts, Pretty Basic, and Remy and Alicia have done a few podcasts. Um, they're also YouTubers, if you don't know, but Pretty Basic, they have it, um, and they use the word toxic friendships, and it just means that, like, you and that other person just aren't good for each other basically yeah like you don't you don't vibe yeah so um I was surrounding myself with friendships or forcing friendships that weren't necessarily good for me um and that's something that I struggled with throughout high school and everything and just finding those people I wanted to be around um and I think I came out at the end like pretty good but it's still a struggle for me to set boundaries but I was listening to a podcast, uh, one of the Pretty Basic pod, uh, one of their episodes, and it was Remy and her best friend, and they were talking on the topic about toxic relationships, but her friend said something that really kind of gave me a focus of what boundaries, how to set boundaries very easily. And so I think the thing that worries me when I have to set a boundary or start setting boundaries is I don't want to disappoint people as 
we said, but also come off rude. And I think in the past I've tried to set a boundary with people and they had a bad reaction. So I kind of had a PTSD kind of thing where I didn't want those reactions and them mm-hmm. to think of me differently. But uh, what Remy's friend said um, was that when you are around people that are toxic for you, don't give them a reason to talk bad about you. Mm-hmm. Always be nice to people you come in contact with because being kind is just a good thing to do. Yeah. So don't give people a reason to hate you. Don't give a pe- reason for them to dismiss you. But So be kind, but you don't have to give them your full attention. And I really yeah. liked that because that's what boundary setting is if you come in contact with someone or you're around someone and they are always just constantly pushing your boundaries or overstepping them and you know that you should be setting them but don't know where to start the first thing is being kind but also saying i'm not going to give you your full attention the full yeah my full attention um and i think like how i thought about it was if you set your attention in a bubble, say, mm-hmm. like, it, your personal bubble, mm-hmm. and you had to fill it with people um, that you were going to give your attention to, or things, or so-and-so, whatever. Everything that you have to put your attention into. Those people that you give in contact with, you can be kind to them, but they're only a small pebble of your attention. Not and then like you can huge have boulders. They're not huge boulders within that bubble. Yeah. There's okay. other things that like your best friends and your relationships and your priorities, your self-help, like all those that de- mm-hmm. deserve your attention more. Um so I really liked that. Um and it really cleared my head. But the thing that I struggle with, I think is inner uh boundaries. Um and that's because I have a hard time saying no to people in general. When someone asks me, it could be anything. Um, when people ask me to do something and I already have 10 things on my list to do, I have a hard time saying, no, I can't get to that today. Yeah, like I don't have the capacity for it. Um, and I think that's a struggle internally because... Like, I know that I can't get to it, but I don't want to disappoint them. Because yeah. I I feel like I can do it. Like, I don't, like, I don't know oh, how to describe yeah, it. I'm getting that vomit feeling. <laughs> I just thought of something. I don't know how that to describe That happened des- the other day, but. I don't know how to describe it. So, like, on my list of things to do, my pro- top priorities for me to get through, I yeah. will have 10, 20 things, and someone will come up to me and... It will be, like, the smallest thing, but it's not a biggest priority, and I'll put it at the top of my list. Right. And push all my other stuff below it, because I can't okay. say no. <laughs> oh and it's, God. like, that that makes me uncomfy. It makes me sad. And at the end of the day, it gives me my anxiety. Yeah. Because it's, like, I know I have that gut feeling that I should have been, like, it will be on my to-do list but it's at the bottom and yeah. I will get to it when I get to it kind of thing. But like, that's such a simple thing. Yet I struggle so hard with saying no to people right. 
and myself. That's, yeah, no, that's where, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No. But that's where, like, the Amy Young thing, like, she continues to talk about it is, like, there is, like, you get that, like, people-pleasy, like, contracty, oh, I don't want to do that, but I don't know how to say no, like, feeling, like, and that's, that's what she's talking, like, that is the capacity, that is the boundary, and if you don't tune into that, and you're just like, okay, didn't really want to do that, but, like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But it's so funny, because we didn't even talk about this, like, uh, prior to this, but you, like, talking about that brought up this thing, so, um, I live with Kale, my boyfriend, and then our other friend, Brad, um, and he, Brad, the other day, we were out longboarding, I just started longboarding with them, and so we were out longboarding at the park around here, and he was watching our other friends, like, cat and dog, and the dog's here, and, like, the the three of us together are, like, just paying attention to him, but he's been the one, like, going to their apartment and taking care of the cat, and... He was, like, asking if one of us could do it before work for him, and then there was something else he asked. Oh, no, okay, no, it wasn't even about the cat and dog. We had two longboards and a bike, and the boys wanted a longboard, and I was like, no, it's fine, like, and Kale went to go grab the bike, and I was like, no, it's fine, I'll, like, I'll walk with the bike and the dog, and you guys can go longboard, and Brad looked me dead in the face, and this was post the cat conversation and stuff, that's why... He, he looks me dead in the face and he goes, you have to stop offering to do things that you don't want to do. And he shot me to my core because, granted, I was fine with walking with the bike. I truly was. It wasn't, like, something that... that like, me <laughs> because it's just, like, but those simple that, things yeah. that you know in the back of your head and you know in your gut, but we block those out. And then when someone looks you dead in the eye and goes, stop. Stop doing that. He was. It's like, oh my gosh. Because I think he had messaged earlier that day to the group chat about the cat. And I was like, if like something goes wrong or you don't wake up, like I got your back. Because nobody, like neither of us were responding to him because neither of us wanted to go get up early and have to go take care of the cat. But yeah, he stared at me dead in the face and was like, you need to stop offering to do things that you don't want to do. And in that moment, I was like, Brad, shut up. It's fine. Like, just go longboard. Because I genuinely was okay with it. But they, like, took off. And I was like... <sighs> no, those like, are, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, that and sucks. And I think I have been working on it. And yeah. I've caught myself multiple times. But there's moments in my life, like... <sighs> I'm going to share this story... <laughs> And if my boyfriend listens to it, he already knows that this happened, but this is because I struggle with setting boundaries and because I hate doing this, saying no, because I think it's rude. I do not intentionally mean to hurt other people or myself. That is my disclaimer. (laughs) I was at a wedding. (laughs) Oh God, this, this was funny. Was he really upset about this? No, he wasn't. Okay. But- If it seems like I was being... Before I get to this, let's fix the recording. (laughs) Um. 
No, he was totally fine with it. We talked about it. But if I seem like I'm saying this disclaimer because I truly don't mean to be like a bad girlfriend and this could come off as me being a bad girlfriend. But it's me just being uncomfy and don't knowing how to say no. Um, we were at a wedding. It was my, our dis, like our third cousin or whatever. <laughs> we have too many cousins. We have too many cousins. Our like last cousin, oldest cousin who was getting married and I was with our family. My boyfriend was not there. I was just with our the six of us. It was the six mm-hmm. of us, including Kale, because Kale makes us six. Um, and so we were just dancing with our, like, closer cousins who we grew up with and everything. And at one point, a guy came up to me. <laughs> and, like, gra- like, I don't know if he, he, like, poked me or, like, grabbed my arm and, like, swung me or I can't really remember it happened so fast and I freaked (laughs) out but he like leaned in he's like can you take a picture and I was like oh what like what do you want me to do and it was loud it was music he was like will you take a picture with me and I was like I guess and in my head I was like it's a picture like whatever like and it was like I looked over and there was like a whole group at of them. the photo booth. At the photo yeah, booth. at the photo booth, there was a, like a whole group, and I was like, oh, whatever, like I'll just hide like, in the back. Our like our cousin was doing like a group shot with his friends, and this and was, this like, guy the didn't only, have a date. It was like he was the only single guy without a date in the picture, and so he asked me to take a picture with him, and I was like, whatever, it's a picture. Like, it, at the least, it's kind of funny, like. Right, Jason and that's will where have I that thought. picture and be like, "Why is my cousin in this?" <laughs> well, no, actually, I'll get to that. But so I was like, "Yeah, sure." I, in my head, I was like, "It's just a picture, like whatever. Like yeah. it's just a funny moment. I can laugh about it, whatever." It that didn't cross my boundaries. Um, I got over there, and our cousin like turns around. He like looks at me. He's like this, and I'm like. <laughs> And he's like, okay. <laughs> just gave me, like, why are you here? But okay. And so I just kind of, like, leaned in, smiled. And as we were walking back, he, like, ran up to me. He's like, would you mind if we, like, danced? <laughs> this is the uncomfy part. This guy's, like, 25, like, out of college. I'm 18 at this point because I hadn't turned 19 Was yet. Was he even? He looked older than 25. I think Tierney, like found out his age and he was like 25. Okay. The other guy was like 30 though. Okay. The other guy looked like he was like 40. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. These guys were like way too old to be like hitting on me cuz they didn't like realize that I was 18. And so I was like this is where I should have been like, "No, I think you're a little too old for me." But I was like me panicking and go, "Yeah, sure, one dance." So I start dancing with this guy <laughs> near my family. And he, like, is nice. He's, you can see that he was, like, super shy, like, doesn't talk to girls very often. Um, and so I'm just, like, doing, like, one of these, like, things. If you're watching, you can see what I'm doing. But I'm just, like, doing, like, a dad dance. And he was, like, <laughs> just awkwardly dancing. <laughs> so funny. He was, you guys, you can, like, she can't explain how, because I'm, like, standing, I'm, like, on the dance floor, and Kale's like, what the, the fuck? fuck? And I'm, Max is, like, Max is, like, ready to fight. <laughs> Our little brother is, like, ready to fight. And 
I'm like, it's fine. It's just like I don't so even know dude. what Dad was thinking. Like, I think Dad was laughing too. He's like, this Joker. Like, who does this guy think he is? And so then, well, he was fine with the one guy, but, oh, anyways, but Tierney, it was so awkward. Tierney was the funny part because she was drunk off her ass. And she comes over and she's like, aren't you so cute? Like, you're the hit of the party. I was like, Tierney, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> well, I was telling Tierney, I'm like, Tierney, you gotta get, like, Libby to, like, bait him in. And then you, you swoop in. <laughs> be like, she's only like she's only 18, but, like, I'm free and single. And she was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Anyways, it was so funny, though. Like, in the moment. It was, it was. But, so I'm, like, dancing with him. And he goes, he's like... He's like, yeah, so, he's like, he's like, you're a really good dancer. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, who are, like, how do you know, like, J- it's Jason, right? Yeah. How do you know Jason? And he's like, oh, well, we're in the fire, like, Department. Jason's a firefighter. And he's like, yeah, I'm, like, like we're with him. Together. I'm, like, a f- other firefighter. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, how old are you? Like, you're, like, yeah. way too old for me. And I was like, oh, I'm here with my family. Like, trying to hint to him that I'm, like, way too young. I'm like, yeah, I'm here with my family. He's like, oh, that's really cool. Keeps dancing. It's like, I need an excuse. Like, I need to get, I don't know how I got out of there. Uh, uh dad was, like, No, no, leaving. this was, no, this was. After that, I don't know how I left. I think something happened, or something went on, and so we just, like, stopped dancing, right? And so I sat back down, and so then I, would like, went and checked on my phone because it was charging, and that's when the other dude came up to me and was like, would you like to dance? And this guy's, like, ten years older than the other guy, and I I was like, I didn't even hear what he said. He was like, will you come back to the dance floor is what I heard. But I, he was, like, I didn't interpret what he was saying right. And so I was, like, yeah, whatever. And, like, walked back. And then he just started grinding on me. <laughs> I was, like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry. For headphone listeners. I'm sorry. I'm screaming. I was, like, dude, what are you doing? Um, And I, like, looked over at his one drunk girlfriend. Or, like, friend that was a girl. And I was, like, huh. Like, help me. <laughs> She's, like, Max came up. My little brother was like, we're leaving. And I was like, cool, thanks. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> we left. <laughs> I don't even, I was probably like in the bathroom or like getting a beer when all that happened. Cause I don't even remember that. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so Anyways. bad. But that was my uncomfy moment and why I had a panic attack because I wished I could have gone back to that and been like, fuck no. Um, <laughs> thanks. I'm good. But that's where the, like, you can be kind. Because setting boundary is not about being rude. You don't have to be rude to that person. Yeah. It You can be kind and let them down nicely, but you don't have to give them your attention. So me saying yes to the photo wasn't pushing my boundaries, but I should have been like, you know, I'm just not comfortable with dancing with you. Like, I have a boyfriend kind of thing. Yeah. And that's where I feel like a shitty girlfriend because I could have been, like, straight up honest. But I get uncomfortable and I panic and I go, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I did that a lot in Europe, like, when I was traveling by myself. Like, people would sit down, like, at the hostel bars and stuff. People would sit down and they'd start talking to me. And they'd be like, 
And it was a lot easier because you're traveling and people are asking about what you're doing and, like, who you are and where Mm -hmm. you've been and, like, all that stuff, right? So it's a little bit more natural to be, like, so people would be, like, oh, are you traveling? Or, like, what brings you to, like, London? And it's very easy to be, like, oh, yeah, me and my boyfriend, like, my boyfriend's traveling abroad. And then they immediately are, like, oh, she has a boyfriend. But, um, it was, like, a very easy way to, like, clearly lay out, like, I have a boyfriend. And, yeah, like, but how do you be, like, like, I don't know, like, not be, like, rude, like, no, I have a boyfriend and just, like, walk away. Well, yeah, that's like, what I'm that's saying, like, it was I, so easy to be, like. Me and my boyfriend are together. Me and my here. boyfriend are traveling together and, like, he's just, like, at school right now and, you know, like, that's a way easier thing to say. I think that comes with, like, the whole boundary thing. Like, okay, so I'll get into, like, my anecdotal story, but, like, recently I've also had, like, a big boundary situation, um, that's come up, and I think that, first of all, it's, like, the three things that I've, like, really learned, and I still am, like, not good at practicing them, but it's, like, number one, you have to, like, take time to clear your head and, like, take inventory. And, like, if somebody's, like, like, even if that's, like, like, 30 seconds in that moment, you have to be, like, is this okay? Like, you have to, like, have that moment where you're, like, is this okay? Is this on my list that is okay? Without panicking. Without panicking and just, and that's like, what being I able to, moment. like, like, snap into the present moment and be, like, is this Slow okay? Slow it down. No. Slow yeah, your brain slow. down. I think right. the thing, and like, then, when we start to panic, because I do this in soccer, too, I yeah. realize, like, if I slow my brain down, I'm still working at the same, like, speed as right. I was, but I'm clearly thinking. Yeah, right. And so when we panic, our brain starts, like, going at high speed, and yeah. you think that you're, like, pausing for a really long time, when in reality, you're pausing for a good yeah, like, second, and you... Right. So, slow your brain down. So, that's, like, that's, like, just, like, being mindful in the first place. It's, like, bringing awareness into that situation. Like, is this okay? And on split-second things, like, some guy asking you to dance, it's gonna be like this, right? But on, like, bigger decisions, like, it could be, like, this is where I get into, like, my whole thing was, like, um, like, it, it's setting that boundary of, like, like, the boundary above the boundary is what I said to you earlier, mm-hmm. was, like, I need a second to think. Like, that itself is a boundary. Mm-hmm. Like, saying, I need a moment to think about this, is a boundary in itself. You know? And mm-hmm. so, like, there's that boundary above, like, determining what your ultimate, I'm okay with this. But, like, I think that first distinction of, like, it's okay for me to, like, think for a sec. And not respond right away. And, like, nobody will, like, nobody can judge me for that or, like, I can't have, like, shame around that, like, taking a second to think. But then, it's also then trusting, like, that feeling, like, once you take that inventory or once you bring awareness, like, if it's not okay, trusting it. If it is okay, trusting it and not, like, seeking outside yourself to make it okay. And then third is detaching from the reaction of others, which is what you're talking about, is, like, disappointing people or, like... Being rude. Being rude is, like, so what? Like, you probably will see that guy at that wedding, and he'll be, like... That was the one thing that I, I I talked to myself in my car on the way here about what I was going to say, and I know I rambled, but so the best advice someone gave me is, 
if you embarrass, it was about me embarrassing myself in public, I yeah. think. And they were like, if you embarrass yourself in public, those people that saw that, like if you fell in Home Depot <laughs> and you were by yourself and you weren't with like friends or anything and that one stranger saw you fall like hardcore face smacked into the concrete and you were embarrassed, that person probably one, won't remember you in 24 hours and two, you will never see them again. Right, and even if they did, like, they probably went home and were like, dude, this chick, like, ate the dirt in Home Depot. And, like, so what? Because you probably also went home and was like, dude, I ate the dirt in Home Depot. And this dude saw me. And this dude saw me. Like, the whole, you know, I think it's funny because, like, I think the whole romantic, like, 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 rom-com situation has made us feel like we can't be embarrassed this is on a whole nother, this is, I'm just gonna, like, sidetrack for one moment, has made us think that, like, you know, because it's always, like, they stumble at Home Depot where they're, like, drowning or, like, something embarrassing has happened and then this hunky dude sweeps up and then he's like, oh, she's like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. And he was like, he was like, oh, I want to marry you. Like, wow. You know, and we, all, we think that that's the situation when really it's just some like 45 year old construction worker who saw you fall at Home Depot and he's like, you like ate shit and like, he goes, ooh, and keeps walking. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I saw this dumb blonde today. <laughs> and like, he goes back and he's got a good lunch story. And like, granted, you guys, you did that guy a favor because probably nobody wanted to listen to the story he's been telling for the same, at lunch for the same like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And also, like, who cares? He was 40. He's not going to sweep you off your feet. Like, <laughs> let's go, little lady. Like, <laughs> like he jumps. <laughs> like, being embarrassed about that stuff is silly. But, no, that dude is only going to see you at that wedding. And, like. I probably gave him a good Here's story the, the deal. It's like, life. when Jason and Allie are at your wedding, and they're like, Dude, do you remember like when you got hit on and by my thirty-year-old friends? <laughs> yeah, like, they're gonna either say that to you or they're gonna be like talking to their friend and they're gonna well, be like, I'm "Oh yeah, we're sure. going to this wedding this weekend." I'm pretty sure his like they there was like a group of them, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the girls in that group realized how old I was because I think Tierney talked to them and was like, "No, she's like 18. So I think they were trying to pull them away from me. And kind of thing, and I was just being friendly, friendly, <laughs> but I was really unhappy. Regardless of that, though, but, like, Jason will go back and be like, oh, dude, I have a wedding this weekend, and he'll be like, whose wedding? He'll be like, that one, my 18-year-old cousin you danced with at my wedding? Like, yeah, now she's getting married to the dude she was dating at that time, like, or something stupid like that, and his friend is probably gonna be more embarrassed. Or they probably went, like, back to their hotel, or their house that he probably yeah, shares like, with his, like, roommates. Dude, here's the and they were like, remember the 18-year-old girl you just danced with? <laughs> yeah, you were a dumbass. So I guess he's more embarrassed than I should be. I just was uncomfy anyway, yeah. and didn't know how to say no. And Right. But on a more serious friend. note, like, there is that, like, I think it really, really comes down to that, like taking inventory like mm-hmm. even when you trip like it's fine like it's fine taking like, the moment just to like get out of your head yeah like i'm bleeding let's get a band-aid i'm probably fine like it's okay but yeah i think so that was i mean yours was funnier and lighthearted. now i feel weird like going into my like heavy story but i did say like recently i had like kind of a big boundary setting situation for me and 
I think that's why I was like, vom. Because I know I want this podcast to be truthful and, like, real-time and, like, re- like we said, like, super relatable. And I know that this probably happens for a lot of people. And people don't think of it as a boundary thing. And so I kind of, like, again, don't want to hurt feelings. Um, but it was... It was such a learning and growth moment for me. So. It's not anything against anybody. Right. This is just what you have learned from it. Yeah. I think that's, like... And yeah. that's okay to share. Because yeah. you're not trying to be, like, rant about it. Because right. No, definitely not. That's it's not in the past. Yeah. This is what I've learned from it. So, to get into the not-so-nitty-gritty, but to, like, give some background... Um, Beginning of the year, I moved home from Europe, and I moved right into a house with a group of friends. So, originally, in this house there that we're sitting in, there was five people living here. Now there's three. So, um, and it, obviously, it didn't work out. That's, like, the whole point of this. And, um, in the topic of boundaries, I almost feel guilty because I didn't do that initial inventory. Like, I didn't do my part, and I didn't, in the beginning, like, check in with what I was doing because there was a lot going on. Like, I was out of the country. Like, at the time of, like, literal application, I was... It was, like, midnight where we were, and, like, I didn't have a bed that night. Like, I had missed a train. There were so many other Like, yeah, there was just things happening. And you were, like, there was pressure from the other side and you're like let me just get this out of the way and I'll just focus on what right so like I I didn't take that moment of clarity to like step in and be like what am I feeling around this like am I even ready to like commit to something right now like regardless if like it wasn't about and still isn't about like who I was living with it was like am I ready like I at that time was not ready and like to commit. Not taking that inventory is, like, totally on me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's, like, the thing about boundaries is, like, it's hard because there's, like, a certain level of ownership. Like, I did this, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I think there's a certain level of ownership in everything. Like, if you... Right. If, say, you, a friendship ended mm-hmm. because you guys just didn't vibe together, you were toxic together... You have to realize that you were toxic for that person. That yeah. person was toxic for you. And it's not even that, like, in this specific situation, it, we're not toxic friends. No. We're good friends. I still love the people who moved out. Like, I still... But you're taking the responsibility and saying, I should have stepped back and put that priority at the yes. bottom of my list to do yeah. and put the other things above it. Right. So, so I could have had time. from the beginning of the situation... Um, like I said, not being so much about who I was living with, but, like, the living situation. Yes. Um, is that I kind of, like, I just know that I'm a difficult person to live with. And I know that I require, yeah, don't look at me like that. <laughs> that I require, I have a lot of things on my not okay list when it comes to, like, living with me. Like, I have just, or, like, my home. Like, there's a lot of things in my home that are just on the not okay list. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that are on the okay list, but I just am kind of anal 
and kind of and that probably comes from our like growing up living situation so i just like i want to put those out i want to put that out there like i am anal and i am particular and i don't think that's a bad thing about me i mean but we're all there's more things on my not okay list and so but i didn't take the inventory at the time to be like what is okay what is not okay before like making the call so um yeah nothing was bad or wrong about like us as people you know it was just i have very specific needs wants and things that are okay where i live and it just didn't work match out. it just didn't match which is fine so like i said what I've really learned, this became, like, more of a rant than I, what I wanted it to be, but where I messed up is just not being clear in the beginning and, like, not, um, and, like, saying, not saying no. Like, not saying, like, no, I need more time to think about it or, um, like, all of that, you know? I've yeah. totally lost my train of thought. Just give me a sec. Anyways, so taking inventory, like, going through my things. What I've learned is, like, taking inventory for sure is important and taking those moments because it just, it creates less hurt feelings in the end. It, you know what I mean? Well, I think it sets out a clear, like, it's like a... Me, like, I I would take in a sense, making a metaphor, like, breaking up with someone. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna fight, and at the end of the fight you just say, we're done, like, that's a messy relationship. But if you take a moment back and be like, you know what, this just isn't a right fit, and you yeah. mu- mutually agree that this isn't a best fit, then it's a good breakup. Break yeah. I think any time that you let something cross your line, that imaginary line of that boundary for, like, repeatedly or, like, you give time and space between when that line was crossed or, like, if it continues to be crossed, Mm -hmm. it's really, really hard to go back and say, no, I'm sorry, I messed up. I let you walk over something that you shouldn't have and I need to set this boundary again. And, like, reclaiming the boundary is just so much harder than doing it in the front. But, like, doing it on the front end takes definitely a lot more practice. Yeah. It just takes a lot more self-awareness, which sometimes you don't have. But I think what I've learned is, like, it is so much harder. And I can actually see where in past situations where I didn't go back and reclaim those boundaries. Because that was so much harder. It was, like yeah, I should have definitely stood my ground before this, but, like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna go back and say anything now because... It's in the past. It's in the past, and, like, why try to do anything about it? Like, whatever. So I've let then that perpetuate, but I think that I'm, like, definitely learning. And reclaiming, I, I like, want to give, like, power to reclaiming, because it is still better mm-hmm. than leaving it left alone. You know what I mean? Than allowing it to perpetuate. Yeah. So I think there's that. And then, again, like, trusting that knowing 
And I think where this situation, um, like I said, not taking inventory in the beginning, but then also not trusting that feeling even when I didn't, um, like even earlier, you know, I think I continued to seek outside myself to try to find that capacity. And, um, like I love my boyfriend dearly and he probably won't mind if I share this, but, um, it's in no way his fault because I, but I sought, I like see myself, I saw myself, I see myself now, how I sought out for him to like fulfill a capacity for me or to like extend my capacity, capacity, like him continuing, me seeking for him to continue to tell me like, no, it's okay. Like, basically, no, it's okay, you're just crazy, or, like, you need to lighten up. Seeking for the validation from someone. But, like, the wrong validation. Right. Like, I wasn't seeking him to validate, like, no, it's okay if this isn't working for you, and you can say that. Like, eventually we got to that, right? And he, like, realized, like... You both realized. Yeah, and we both got to that point together, like, that, oh, this isn't working for us. But, um... I think that I continued to seek from him, like, is this working for me? And he'd be like, yeah, it's fine, just you lighten up. Or like, yeah, it's fine, just you chill out. You or like, change. you continue to extend your, like, boundary or continue to just let that floodgate open and just let it happen. And, but I was, like, feeding that to him. He wasn't, like, saying that. He was just saying that because I was literally, like, feeding it out of him. Like, you know that's what you, what you, you know wanted. what I mean? Like, I wanted, wanted him to say that because then, um, it wasn't, like, it was the easier. extent of my capacity. I get what you're saying. It's easier for why I think people struggle with boundaries, and I, I, I get that. Um, and this might not be for every case, but it's, it's easier for us to say, no, we're in the, we are the people who are the wrong. We should, we should have less boundaries. Yeah. When in reality, that's not what it is. It's, like. That person stepped over your boundary. That's your own Not personal boundary. Not even that boundary. person, but like no that well, situation or... stepped over your boundary, and you should have held your boundary. You shouldn't have moved back or opened the door, or moved back your yeah dam or whatever you want to, whatever metaphor you want to use. You shouldn't have let that floodgate open because right. that was your boundary. But we right. say no. We should have like we are in the wrong because we should have let that open. Yeah. Yeah. When it makes us uncomfortable and makes us, like, I think people find, like, that being uncomfortable is a good thing because it makes us stronger or whatever. And that's, in some cases, so true. But when it comes to, like, things that are making you mentally unhealthy, giving you anxiety, making you uncomfortable, you have to, the fact that you have to tiptoe around a situation those are the things that are unhealthy and you need to close and say, this is my boundary. Right. You c- And I don't even think in the moment I thought of it that way. I didn't even think of it as, like, a boundary. I was like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll make it work. Like, I think I pride myself sometimes on being... Flexible. Flexible and <laughs> or accommodating or accommodating or, like, nice and, like, good and, like... Not to demonize nice or good, but, like, I'm kind of at the point where I, like, don't want to be nice or good. Like, I want to be... I I get that. I want to be okay, and I want to be kind, because I think kind is different than nice. 
nice is like pushed over, can be pushed over, and kind isn't. Like, you kept using the word kind. Like, you can still be kind. And I think yeah. that's that's different. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, a certain level. Like, you don't even think about it as... But that, like, that's where the Amy Young thing got me. Because I was, like, the being and the capacity. And, like, you can't change that. You can't change that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And it just is what it is. And I could wish a thousand times over... And I do wish a thousand times over that living here in this house with five people worked out. And I wish over and over again that it would have gone a different way or that even if we weren't living together, it would have gone cleaner and smoother than what it did. But it didn't. And now we're at this point. That's the fact. Like, and I learned a lot. And I think... We, you know, are all still committed um, to our friendships, which is really nice. Um, And I think all of us kind of know that it wasn't personal. It's like a bittersweet. Like, we all know that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and I think I also struggle with that, like the bittersweet kind of taste of things. But I think that brings it to the third part. Well, I think, like, okay, I'm going to say this because I wrote this down and I like it, is, like, learning to trust yourself and your body and, like, and your being is important because we can't just muscle through things. Like, I think I'm very good at muscling my way through things. And I think on a deeper level, like, boundaries on the surface are easy easy to understand and make sense. But it's, because it's super easy to be like, no, I'm strong, and I say no when, like, I don't want to drink, or I say no when I, like, I've said no to, like, propositions from guys, and I've said no to drugs, or, like, whatever stupid thing. Like, I didn't want to go to that party, so I said no, and you think, like, oh, no, I've got boundaries, like, I've done it. Like I've, but those are the things, like... But then there's that gray area. Those are the things that you, like... I think in terms of your right, your morals, your right and wrongs. Mm-hmm. You have, like, a personal set of morals. And so anything, like, if you think drinking is bad, you're never going to drink. That's an easy boundary to be, like, if you're at a party and someone offers you a drink, you'd be like, no, I mean, I'm it fine. is, like, yeah. I that's, think that's an easy boundary. Yeah. But those ones that test your morals and you don't know which way is right or wrong. Right. Those like, are the ones that okay. are hard. Yeah, I was going to say you were, like, saying drinking at a party. But I think, like, if you were an alcoholic, that is, like, used to be your moral. And now not drinking is testing your morals and then having... Like, I was trying not to, like, exclude people who, like, struggle with drinking. But I think you make a good point there. But, yeah, no, it's, like, um, following that truth and, like, letting it be messy. But then that also leads to, like... Detaching from other people's reactions. Yes. And detaching from how everyone else feels about it. Like, like in the Brene Brown, like, um, quote, is like, even at the risk of disappointing others. Like, you know, bringing that up, like, bringing up, like, hey, this roommate situation isn't working out. And, like, we, we will, we'll move and, like. Like, this isn't 
you know, and it got all twisted around and stuff, but, like, you know, we'll move because it's not working out. Like, I know that was a huge disappointment. I know it disappointed every single person. Like, we were all very disappointed that it didn't work out. It disappointed me. And, yeah, like, I think there's a certain level of you, and that's where it's, like, the self-to-self boundaries is, like, there is a part of me that wanted all that to work out. Mm-hmm. That wanted everything. Your expectation versus reality. Yeah, like, the expectation. Like, my expectations, my egotistic expectations could have totally overridden my boundaries and my true self for, like, years. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, it could have... it could have ended in a very bad toxic Right. Way. Yeah, and so I think it's just detaching from that egocentric piece of you that has these expectations or, like, wants to look the best or wants to have everything that you guys talked about or wants to... And then also detaching from how the other person feels about it and not detaching in a way that's, like, unkind or unsympathetic. You're saying the level, you... The basic level of boundaries taking inventory Mm -hmm. and then setting those boundaries between people physically yeah but then there's also that boundary in your own self yeah that you have to detach your human nature to think that they're gonna hate you or that they're gonna be disappointed you have to detach from that because yeah they may be disappointed or they may be let down but in the end if one you're kind they're probably not gonna hate you because you didn't be rude well even if they do, like, you can't, that's not on you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if they do, like, you have to stand in your own, and you have to, like, know that you did the right thing for you, and... You know, have to defend like, yourself. Know what's yours. Like, that's a huge part of, of the meditate, like, of meditation, mindfulness, breath work, is just being able to sit in a moment and quiet the mind and the body to like understand what's yours because we're there's so much input coming in all the time that we forget what's ours you know and we Mm -hmm. take on what's not ours and on such a deep level that we don't even know but you know this was more you know more surface of like oh my god they hate me oh my god like they're so upset oh my god I ruined their lives oh my god I made 2020 even worse like holy crap what did I do I should have just shut up I should have just dealt with it like who even cares about dishes like not even that like that was just you know like who even cares about having space like I could have lived in a really small room like and it's not even about the room but like who cares about my mental health who cares if I was more anxious like I could have gone to my parents like there was so many spirals Mm -hmm. for me Of, like, all the things that I could have done differently to make it through. But, like, that's not the point. That's their, like, that's not mine. Because the point is, is that I had a boundary from the beginning that I didn't listen to. And now I'm taking inventory and, yes, this sucks and, yes, it's disappointing and, yes, I wish it to be, I wish my phone to not die and I wish my capacity to be so much bigger but it's not, and I'm suffering, and 2020 already fucking sucks, so, like, I, 
I am the owner of this and I am only responsible for this, this being me. I know you can't see me, but I'm pointing at my body. I'm like waving my hand in front of my face. Like I am only responsible for this and I have to always be reminding myself that. And in the same regard of like, I can't push on them to change their... Yeah. Because they have their own reactions and they can be disappointed and they can be upset and that's okay. That's okay. Like, it wasn't what I wanted. Like, it wasn't what any of us wanted to happen, but it is what happened and that's it. And, like, the whole thing is a huge boundary fucking Mm -hmm. clusterfuck, but it's like- I think we internalize a lot other people's emotions and other people's reactions and it, I think it's kind of like a PTSD thing because the one time that someone blew up on you for setting yeah. your own boundary, you're like, I can never do that again. Right. Because that's going to be the reaction. Yeah. And it's, we in, internalize that. But in reality, if you think back and you start going on that self, best living self-help journey, um, you'll realize that. Those people that tested your boundaries and you let them step over your boundaries, you didn't set your boundaries for them, the minute you probably pushed their boundaries, they probably were like, no, you can't do that. They set their own boundaries to you. Right. I think that's, like, something that I should have realized, that the people that I let, that I should have set boundaries for, had already set boundaries for me. And they, like, I have the, if they have the right to set boundaries for me, then I should have set boundaries for them. Right. Simple as that. But we internalize the fact that they're going to react in a bad way. Yeah. But that's not our responsibility. There's just so much. It's so much deeper. And there's so many layers to it. It's just hard. It's a hard topic to get into. Yeah. Like, it's just so deep and, like. It's so messy, and I think because on the surface it looks, it's so clear. Like, yeah, I have things that are okay and things that aren't okay, and easy as that. Whatever. But it's, it's like, a foundation for everything. It's a foundation for trust. It's a foundation for, you know, like, loving yourself. It's a foundation for just, it's, like, the key to everything. And it's, that's what makes it so much more complicated. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a test and go kind of thing. You have to... Oh, yeah. It's definitely, like, a learning. Like, you have to... If you think that, like... If you're listening to this and you're like, well, I've never experienced that need to set a boundary experience... Yeah, you have. You have. And you have to, like, realize that there you made the mistake. Like, you, what mistake you took in those moments. Yeah. And even if you do, was like, yeah, this really moment, and you're like... Like, and you keep making those mistakes, realize that you're making those mistakes, and as Joanna said, make your inventory list. Make the list of what's okay and what's not okay for you. Go to number two and... Trust what's... What trust that list your gut. Is. Yeah, trust your gut. Trust your gut. Not... Don't think that it's all in your head. Think that it's... It's your body sending you a signal. It yeah. is. Like, there's so much, like... Like, neck down. Like, don't... And if you... Remove the head up in these situations, like, when you're taking inventory and when you're going to go trust it. Like, if it makes you physically sick... Yeah. 
It's like time. It's time to like. If you th- if you are tiptoeing around a situation, that is not okay. That right. is your boundary. Yeah. And you For should sure. step back, take your inventory list, and trust it. And then just know that you're doing something good for yourself and it's hard for everyone. It's hard for you. It's hard for the people involved. And you can still hold space for them while holding your boundary. Mm -hmm. And also holding space for yourself. Like there is, like I think of it as like a wall. And on either side of the wall is like two really massive rivers. And that's the space that like is being held for the other person on the side of your boundary and the space that's being held for you on the side of your boundary where you guys can't really mess with it because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's the land and the places that you guys get to set up, like, your ho- homes and your, like, little village of things and thoughts. But there is still... There's space between you and the boundary and there's, spa- there's space for you between you and the boundary and there's space... For them between you, them in the boundary, and that space is just for you to, like, process and to understand it and to be able to step back and say, like, oh, yeah, that is my boundary. Like, I can see it really clear because I'm stepped back and there's that gap of, like, water between me and that. And I can't really do anything about it. It's there. Like, yes. And all I can do is look at it and be like, yep, that's there. Mm-hmm. And continue to reinforce that, no, you cannot swim across the river and climb over it and, like, jump in my side of the river and dance in front of it. Like, it's not yours. You can't be throwing rocks from the other side into my river because that's my space in between me and my boundary. And I'll give you the same respect in between you and my boundary. And then you can also, like, yeah. on the other half, like, you know, it's, like, it's two-sided. It's an eye-for-an-eye logic. They, if you respect their boundaries, then they can also respect yours. And if they think that they, that that's ridiculous, then they have to live with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, not everyone will do that. Not everyone will respect. But of course, like, come on. (laughs) But yeah, it, it is, it is that. It's like, it's a two way street and it looks it doesn't look the same from both sides, but it has the same setup. From but both if they want to be in your life, then they have they will yeah. have to accept to respect those. Yeah, boundaries. And that's and exactly how it is. I also want to say that boundaries can change. You know, yeah. one thing ten years ago that I thought that was like not okay. Now, yeah, we're over. at nineteen. I'm like, yeah, no, that's okay. We're evolving. You're always you evolving. always are growing and stuff, and like. And I think that's a realization of adulting, is that you are going to change as a person as you go on. Even between 2019 and 2020, we all just changed and evolved and did things. And so it might be five years that your perspective will change, and it might be a year before your perspective will change. And so your boundaries are going to change with it. But the fact that you can take those three steps... Mm -hmm. And adjust and set your boundaries for that time. Yeah. I think is important. It's huge. And it's, as we said in our last episode, self-help and all that stuff and living your best life is a lifelong journey. And I don't think if you make the stretch to set a boundary, that that's a huge accomplishment. Now you have to continue doing that. Yeah. Because you're going to have yeah, to do like, it for your whole life. I mean, life. At, the end of, at the end of the day, if you, like, successfully 
messy or not, if you set something up and stuck to it, like, be proud. Like, you, if you spoke up and advocated for yourself, even in, like, the smallest way, and was, like, just be proud. Like, even if it's messy and feels very gross and, like, you're disappointed and you wish it to be different and you thought you had more capacity and, like, you're realizing you don't, like, all that messy, icky, nasty, like, still find that little piece of you that was like, damn, I did that thing. I, like, I, like... I showed up for myself. We too are both working on it. You are gonna work on it. Everybody around you is working on boundaries. And if you think someone has their life together, 100% they don't. Because I think everybody's trying to figure out what is going on. But it's all important things that we have to face. this podcast keep on listening like subscribe share i don't know if it's subscribe i think it's like download i can't follow follow download comment yeah give us some feedback um and we hope you liked it yeah and we'll share with your friends next time with another episode of adult Emissions. see you guys bye bye that one